At Parker, our purpose is simple. We want to make the world a better place. By working more efficiently. By using more sustainable practices. By developing better technologies. We keep moving forward. With each new idea, innovation, and partnership, we're one step closer to fulfilling our purpose every single day. To find out more, visit parker.com slash purpose. Parker, engineering your success. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate megastores led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill. Hey, everybody. This is Jack from the A to Z English podcast, and I'm doing a special episode of Jack Chats today. I'm not going to read any WhatsApp chats, and I'm not going to uh, read any listener emails right now. I'm actually going to read an article that I found that I think is... If you follow along with with the the information in the article, I think it's going to help you understand a little bit about second language learning. Um, and the views of this particular researcher and teacher are a little bit controversial. So not everyone agrees with with what he what he he writes and what he he teaches um but I think he makes a lot of really good points and so today I'm going to read an article about an educator named Stephen Krashen and Stephen Krashen I believe is a professor at a university in California, I think. Um, I apologize. I'll have to look that up, but I, I'm i not sure exactly where. Oh, the University of Southern California. That's right, USC. Um, and I'm just going to read some some parts of the of the article, and then I'm going to share my opinions about it and the purpose of this is to i want to try to give you less anxiety as second as english learners and i think that he does a really nice job of explaining how to reduce your anxiety your fear and your stress when it comes to learning learning English. So Stephen Krashen says language acquisition does not require extensive use of conscious grammatical rules and does not require tedious drill. So when you're learning a second language, memorization, just studying grammar and only those things that's not going to help you 
learn the language. And instead of learn, he uses the word acquisition. Acquisition comes from the word acquire. And acquire means to receive, just to, to get the language. Not learn the language, but to actually just acquire it naturally. So he says acquisition requires meaningful interaction in the target language or another way to say that is natural communication. So when you leave voice notes in the WhatsApp group, when you talk to each other, those are all really good forms of natural communication. And he says, natural communication in which speakers are concerned not with the form of the utterances, but with the messages they are conveying and understanding. So it's not what's not it's not important if your grammar is perfect or correct what's the most important thing is that the person that you're talking to understands what you're what you're saying so we spend all this time focusing on being perfect with our grammar being perfect with our pronunciation and according to stephen crashen that's that should not be the number one goal the number one goal is to be understood and as long as your message is understood that's a successful conversation and he continues comprehensible input is the crucial and necessary ingredient for the acquisition of language so if you want to learn english you need to you need to receive what he calls comprehensible input. Comprehensible just means understandable. And input just means like if you're going to listen to something, listen to something that you can understand, that not something that's too difficult for you. If it's too difficult, then it's not going to help you. Okay? It needs to be a little bit challenging, but not so challenging that you don't understand it. If you don't understand it, it won't help you learn the language. So you need to find things that are comprehensible. He continues, the best methods are therefore those that supply comprehensible input in low anxiety situations containing messages that students really want to hear. This is really important. What he means by low anxiety means situations that are not stressful. If you're in a classroom and the teacher is always asking you to give a speech in front of all the students, that's high anxiety. It's not going to help you. You need situations that are low anxiety. That's why the WhatsApp group is so useful because everybody is friends in that group and you don't feel scared or anxious to share your opinions and your ideas that's why kevin social and i like to talk to you in the whatsapp groups because we want you to feel comfortable with us it should be low anxiety and the other thing uh, that he mentions 
is that it should be something that you're interested in learning about. If you really, really hate some topic, you're not going to, you're not going to learn anything from it. And so you need to go out and find things that are interesting. That's why we created the, the, the A to Z English podcast. And that's why we try to come up with interesting topics to talk about, because if it's interesting, you want, want you will want to listen to it. And if you want to listen to it and you can understand it, even though it's a little bit challenging, as long as you can, you can follow it, as long as it's comprehensible, it's going to actually help you become a better English speaker. And that goes with Robin's channel and Mike's channel and all those, all the people in the Shaw English um, orbit are all trying to come up with things that are interesting for you and, and also comprehensible. And so that's the key finding something that you enjoy. If you enjoy listening to podcasts, that's a fantastic way to improve and learn English because it's not only, you're not only learning, but it's also entertaining. It's fun. It's interesting. And he continues, improvement comes from supplying communicative and comprehensible inf input and not from forcing and correcting production. If, if people are, if you're speaking English as a second language and someone is always correcting your English, don't say that. You have to say this. Don't do that. You have to do this. It's, it's, it's not useful. It's too, it's, it's, it's not, it's not the most important thing. The most important thing is being understood. If your message is understood, then two grammar mistakes, three grammar mistakes, five grammar mistakes. It doesn't matter. They don't matter because you're being understood. And then over time, as you continue to study English, those mistakes will eventually be fixed, but they don't need to be fixed right now. Every time that you're, you're talking, just have the conversation and stop worrying about Oh, is my grammar correct? Oh, is my pronunciation perfect? That's 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 that it's not gonna help you. Um so Stephen Krashen has five areas that he talks about. The first one is acquisition learning. And he says, look, the difference between acquisition and learning, acquisition is naturally acquiring the language by listening to podcasts, um, going to Robin's live, you know, daily English uh, live stream, um, listening, participating, acquiring the language. The learned system is the more, you know, book, English, memorizing, repetition, and those kinds of things. And he says the most important thing is the acquisition. Okay, that's the 
if you're going to put one is more important than the other, the acquisition is more important than the specific learning. The learned system is more formal instruction. And this is this is this this is what's sad about language learning across the world, around the world, is that most schools put the focus on formal instruction and learning, and they don't even bother with the acquisition part. They don't care. Is it interesting? Is it fun? Do the students care about the information? A lot of books don't care about that. They just want to teach you the grammar. You have to memorize it, memorize it, memorize it. That's not how language works. It just isn't. And so I want to encourage you to stop obsessing and focusing so much on the grammar and I want you to put more of an emphasis on acquisition naturally acquiring the language by participating in the whatsapp group listening to the podcast going to the live streams being active talking to each other and not but obsessing and focusing on the grammar. Okay. All right. Number two, the second point that he mentions is the monitor hypothesis. And this is what this is. Uh, or sorry, this is still part of the first one. This is the relationship between acquisition and learning. The Monitoring function is the practical result of the learned grammar. So according to Krashen, the acquisition system is the utterance initiator, while the learning system performs the role of the monitor or the editor. So the monitor acts in a planning, editing, and correcting function with three, with three specific conditions are met, when three specific conditions are met. The second language learner has sufficient time at their disposal. They focus on form or think about correctness, and they know the rule. So if you have the learning function, if you understand some basic grammar, it's going to help you organize your utterances utterances means your your speech okay so it's 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 going to it's going to help you i'm not i'm not saying that we shouldn't learn any any grammar we have to understand you know some basic rules of of, of grammar in in english of course um but what Krashen says is he suggests that there is an individual variation among language learners with with regard to monitor use. So he distinguishes those learners that use the monitor all the time. So someone who is always trying to obsess about their grammar. So you make one sentence and then you ask, was that sentence correct? And then you make another sentence and you go, was, the, was my grammar correct in that sentence? It, it's too much. You're overusing 
your what he calls monitor use you're too you're too focused on on grammar he says those learners who have not learned or who prefer not to use their conscious knowledge are under users so someone who doesn't want to learn anything about grammar is also going to have pr problems with english because if you don't learn some of the basic rules there you cannot communicate in a way that people will understand you you you'll never make any sort of understandable comprehensible sentences so you can't communicate with people so we need you need to find a balance between understanding the grammar but not folk not not being too focused on it okay and so he calls these optimal users are uh let's see here okay those learners that use the monitor appropriately are optimal users an evaluation of the person's psychological profile can help to determine what group they belong usually extroverts do you remember we learned extroverts introverts and ambiverts extroverts are people that don't use the grammar enough they need more grammar instruction they need they need more focus on grammar introverts are perfectionists and they won't talk they won't make any sentences unless they know the sentence is perfect okay and what you want to do is you want to find the middle ground okay where you're not obsessed with making mistakes, but you are actively trying to organize your sentences in a way that is understandable in English. Okay. So Krashen continues. The input hypothesis is Krashen's attempt to explain how the learner acquires the second language how the second language acquisition takes place. The input hypothesis is only concerned with acquisition, not learning. And the, the key to this is that the input, what you're receiving must be comprehensible. Okay, so we talked about this before. So according to this hypothesis, the learner improves and progresses along the natural order when he or she receives second language input that is one step beyond his or her current stage of linguistic competence. So if you're trying to learn English and you only re you only study the alphabet, ABC, but you already know the alphabet, it's not going to help you. You need to study something that is a little bit more difficult than your current level. And Krashen calls that I plus one. I meaning your current level of information and plus one is just a little bit more difficult. That's why we, that's why we like the, you know, that's why we create the A to Z English podcast is to, we try to make it a little bit more difficult than your current level. If it's if it's too easy, you're not going to learn anything from it. It has to be a little bit challenging. 
it also has to be interesting. So that's why we try to come up with topics that we think that you are going to enjoy. And since not all of the learners are at the same level of linguistic competence at the same time, Krashen suggests that natural communicative input is the key to designing a syllabus, ensuring in this way that each learner will receive some I plus one input that is appropriate for his or her current stage of linguistic competence. So this is the, you know, this, I wanted to share this with you because I think this is really important information because this is very much what the reason why we're doing the podcast. The podcast is supposed to challenge you. It's supposed to be interesting. It's supposed to be natural. Okay. It's just three native speakers talking to each other. We're not breaking down sentences. We're not trying to teach you, you know, just straight grammar. We're trying to give you a holistic, a whole, um, how can I explain it? We're trying to give you large pieces of, of language that you have to, that, that you would encounter in the real world. So if you were to actually meet a native English speaker and talk to them, it would sound very much like our podcast. And so that's the reason why we do this. Krashen has another hypothesis that he calls the effective filter. The effective filter, according to Krashen, is, is the reason that children acquire language so easily is because they don't have all of the kind of neuroses, the, the kind of um, psychological, we'll say psychological problems that adults have, you know, and not problems, but psychological um, hangups or anxieties or things like that. So Krashen says the effective filter hypothesis embodies Krashen's view that a number of effective variables play a facilitative but not non-causal role in second language acquisition. These variables include motivation. How motivated are you to learn English? If you have no motivation, it's, it's not going to happen. You have to be motivated. Self-confidence. How confident are you? I think this is what a lot a lot of people, you know, struggle with confidence issues. And that's something that you have to think about. Anxiety. Do you get nervous when you have to speak English? And what are your personality traits? If you know yourself, if you know your personality, you know that maybe you're you're an introvert or you're a shy person and you have anxiety. And so you have to understand your own personality so that you can overcome some of these effective filters. 
So Krashen claims that learners with high motivation, self-confidence, a good self-image, and a low level of anxiety and extroversion, extroversion are better equipped for success in second language acquisition. Low motivation, low self-esteem, anxiety, introversion, and inhibition can raise the effective filter and form a mental block that prevents comprehensible input from being used for acquisition. In other words, when the filter is up, it impedes language acquisition. On the other hand, positive effect is necessary, but not sufficient on its own for acquisition to take place. So what you need to do, I think, is find find situations where, you know, if you're if talking to a native Engl a native speaker or talking to another person in English gives you anxiety and fear, find another strategy. Leave a voice note. Just type a message. Use the WhatsApp group. Um, these are really good strategies to to help you. If you're if you're an introverted person, okay, try to be more extroverted. Try to overcome that fear. See, a lot of these, a lot of a lot of the the reasons we're we're not acquiring a second language is because of our own personality and you, it's hard to change your personality, but there are strategies you can use to overcome certain personality traits. So it's not impossible. Okay. And let me see here. Yeah. So, I just wanted to share that article with you because I thought I thought it was interesting because we always focus on, you know, somebody says, asks me, a teacher, how can I learn English? Should I memorize word lists, memorize vocabulary, learn all the rules of grammar, um, read the dictionary? <laughs> you know, I mean, let me ask you a question. Does it sound fun to read the dictionary? Of course not. If you read the dictionary for five minutes, you're going to get so bored. You're going to hate English and you're going to quit. So what you need to do is you need to find things that you think that are interesting and that are comprehensible and that are a little bit more challenging than your current level. And if you keep doing that over and over again and if you're an anxious person, if you have a lot of anxiety, try meditation. Try try some different strategies to reduce your anxiety. If you're afraid to talk to other people, talk to me in the WhatsApp group. Send me a message as you, you know, as the teacher and I'll help you. I'll introduce you to some other people. We'll, you know, everybody in the WhatsApp group is, is usually very friendly and we keep, you know, people who are negative, 
we don't let those people into that group. So it's a safe group and it's a, we want it to grow, but we want good people in there that are kind, gentle and encouraging. And I think we have that. So when you put all these, these pieces together, this is the, the formula for learning English, not grammar instruction, even though grammar, you know, you have to learn some grammar, but that's not the most important thing. You have to, you have to learn new words, but you don't have to study a list of words. Just by talking to other people, you're going to learn new words just through communicating, just by listening to the A to Z English podcast. You're going to learn idioms. You're going to learn new expressions, words. Um, I just want to encourage you and give you a little bit of background information about how, why we do the podcast, how the podcast is organized. And these are the, this is the philosophy behind the podcast. So Stephen Krashen, University of Southern, Southern California, um, brilliant guy. And uh, yeah, so thanks for listening to me. I know this was a long uh, Jack chat, but I think sometimes, you know, students are interested in, you know, why do you, why do you do a podcast? Why, why, why are you teaching this way? Why don't you do give us more grammar instruction? Why don't you give us a list of words to memorize? I don't think that's not my philosophy. I'm, I believe in a more holistic approach where you just do it. Do it and get better. Do it again and get a little bit better. Do it and get a little bit better. And there are students in our WhatsApp group who my understanding was five years ago, they couldn't speak much English at all. And now they're, they're speaking wonderful English. They're spe they speak wonderfully. So it's possible. And I just want to encourage you all to keep participating in that WhatsApp group and keep listening to the podcast. All right. I will see you for another Jack Chat. Thanks, everybody. I'll see you next time. Bye-bye. Parker, our purpose is simple. We want to make the world a better place. By working more efficiently, by using more sustainable practices, by developing better technologies, we keep moving forward. With each new idea, innovation, and partnership, we're one step closer to fulfilling our purpose every single day. To find out more, visit parker.com slash purpose. Parker, engineering your success.
Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target, are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill.